Welcome to a Dreamer's Guide to Life podcast. I am so happy you are here giving me your time to fill your airways with great stories, motivation, entertainment, and a place where you can relate and feel like you belong. A dream here is defined as those hopes and goals you have for yourself and your life. I hope to provide this podcast as a guide for what I have been through to show you that you can make your dreams a reality too. So if you like what you hear and this podcast brought you inspiration, please like, share, subscribe so you don't miss out on any more episodes. Please also visit my website, dreamguidecoaching.com to check out more information on how to work with me. I appreciate you stopping by. This is Christine Hermosillo, and here is your episode. Hello, dreamers, and welcome back to another episode of A Dreamer's Guide to Life. I am so happy you are here, and I am so happy with the support I've been receiving from you all. It is much appreciated. So today, I want to talk about fear. And I know we're in October, so I know that you can be thinking like the ghosts and the spookies and the scaries and things like that, which has a little bit to do with this episode. But I want to talk more into handling fear and understanding fear. Because coming from me, a person who has had fear their entire life, fear of irrational things, fear of failure, all these anxieties of the worst things that could happen, I really wanted to take a deep dive into how I was feeling and where it came from since I've struggled for so long. So I do what I do best. I go out and research. And so some of the fears that I researched and it was telling me that I was having was um, from separation issues. I'm not sure that I ever had any separation issues, really. I don't recall any moments where I didn't have those people that I cared about most in my life around my mom, my nana, um, my family, for the most part, were around me, like, majority of the time. Now, I might have been a needy baby and my mom going off to work and things like that possibly cause, you know, self-cause separation issues. But these fears that I was feeling, I don't think they had to do with any separation issues. And so I had to dig deeper and really try to figure out where it's coming from. So I kind of thought back to where did some of my fears start? And when I thought about it, I've been having nightmares since I could remember. The earliest dreams I've had were nightmares. And I almost had nightmares every single night. One of the scariest nightmares I can remember as a young child was me in like a concentration camp. Barney was there running it. He was on the phone. He had just chopped up my family and my family's pieces were jumping all over each other. And it just was like really dramatizing. And I woke up in such a panic and fear that, you know, I had to, I ran to my parents' bedroom and thankfully, you know, they let me sleep with them. They don't really ask or, or really try to understand why I was upset. They're just like, okay, go to sleep. And I can understand that now being a parent. I'm like, yeah, no, we're just going to go to sleep. But I always had nightmares like that since I was young. And I feel like these started off my anxieties, my early anxieties of fear in the world. 
I know that I had some traumatizing moments as a kid. Uh, I had a few times where I had my older cousins uh, jump out and scare me. You know, my grandma's house had this really long hallway and it, they thought it was the funniest thing to hide in one of the doorways or closets and just jump out and scare me. And that was traumatizing. Um, there's other times where they would watch like scary movies like Chucky and then do those weird things that we used to think would happen as young kids in the bathroom where if you put the doll in there and you say Chucky three times and the doll's going to come to life. And so they would like lock us in the bath, turn off the light and lock us in the bathroom. Yeah, those that's pretty traumatic. So I think that led to some of those fears and anxiety that I was having. It was the feeling of being out of control. It was the feeling of not being able to get out of a situation where you feel that fear and not being able to control it because you don't know what's happening. And so I think for the longest time, I tried to block off those feelings. And so what I realized in the last few months, and it's crazy that it's just recently been that I've discovered this way to get through my fears because I've been dealing with it for so long. But I think it really came when I understood that fear and excitement send off the same endorphins. Again, research I did. And when I looked at it, it really depends on what feelings you're putting towards that fear. Because if you're looking at whatever the fear is negatively, Well, of course, you're going to be anxious. Of course, you're going to go into that fight or flight sense and you're going to start feeling that anxious panic because all you see is negative. All you feel is out of control. But if you look at that fear and turn it into excitement and look at it in a positive way, then you can conquer it and become excited about it. And it can change your whole outlook. It can change your whole future experience when it comes to fear especially when it comes to fear and anxieties about things like trying new things or exploring new places. Those anxieties and those things can stop you from growing and stop you from experiencing something that may change your life for the better. And I've realized that going along my life. I've had those fears that would stop me. I'm not going to take that step because I just wasn't sure or out of control. And so when I was realizing the you know, difference between the fear and excitement, I started to apply it into some of the things in my life. For example, scary movies. I avoided scary movies. I do not watch them. I didn't want to feel scared. Haunted houses, I avoided them because I didn't want to feel that feeling of being afraid or those jump scares that I knew I hated. But then when I took a look at it, I realized that if I changed those feelings of fear to excitement and understood that I'm going to feel those feelings, like you you know that you're going to a haunted house because people are going to scare you. You know things are going to pop out at you. And so you go into it with a sense of excitement and you go into it knowing that it's okay to feel 
the fear. And I think that played a huge part in me understanding fear because I didn't want to feel it. I don't, and I didn't like feeling emotions. So, I mean, that's fear, sadness, you know, uh, worriedness. Is that a word? Worriedness? Worry? <laughs> and so, like, I would avoid sad movies or, you know, drama-filled movies where I was going to feel these big feelings because I didn't want to feel it. But what I realized is I have to allow myself to feel those feelings because, Yes, they may feel like they're out of control and I may not feel like I have a hold on the whatever is going on, right? A hold on the situation, a hold on the movie, whatever it is that this involved. I was just so nervous to feel those feelings. And what I've allowed myself to do as I've grown in the last few months is it's okay to feel the feelings. It's okay to feel sad. If I want to feel sad, I feel sad. You can cry. It doesn't make you weak. Because I think that's what it stemmed from. I always thought, like, if you feel emotions, emotion shows weakness. And weakness is not something you want to show. No, don't show weakness to anybody. Because people take advantage of you, right? Or you feel like people take advantage of you. But in reality, you are blocking yourself out from feeling those feelings and holding them within so you became this anxious ball of anxiety and so feeling those feelings for me was new I started crying during movies when I felt sad I started feeling super excited for things without feeling anxious about them and feeling like something bad was going to happen because I was so excited about it and so I got to experience this when it came to a haunted house. Now, it's a huge step for me because I like felt like I was going to die anytime I was in a scary situation. And this particular situation for me was the first time I was going to go into a major quote-unquote haunted house at Universal Studios. It was a Walking Dead walkthrough And if you haven't seen The Walking Dead, it's a show about zombies and it starts off in a hospital and they just start coming to life and it's this whole big old thing about zombies. I didn't really watch all the episodes because again, scaredy cat, but I watched some with David. And so I knew that I was about to go into this haunted house, this walkthrough and it's Universal Studios, so it's movie makeup. It's going to look and feel real and I don't know what I was going to do. I felt like I was going to die. Like literally, because I was walking up into the through the line and you're walking through this scene of this, you know, destroyed hospital and you can tell it's apocalyptic and I was just scared out of my mind. And thankfully, you know, I had my friends and, you know, David, my husband there to like support me in it, but I was just feeling so scared. And so before I walked in, I took a deep breath and said, I can do this. I'm in a safe place. I need to relax and let my fear feel. And so I did. We walked in there and sure enough, like seconds with walking in, boom, a a zombie comes from the right of us. And so we put David in the front and David has a way of handling fear and these jump scares like no other. He makes it so much fun. And after that first jump scare, 
all of the rest of them, we were just laughing and having a good time. And I was really proud of myself because I made it through and I was okay. Like nothing went wrong. All these irrational fears I had were gone. And so I noticed that I changed it from fear to excitement and I had a great time and I was okay to keep going. I didn't let it consume me. It was okay to feel the fear and the fear of the unknown, but I didn't let it consume me and I didn't let it stop me from feeling this experience. So now I felt like, okay, I have a a handle on this. And so I then got to put it into motion and got to put it into play with my son, Cristiano. Recently, we went to a haunted house experience. It's more of like a amusement kind of park with haunted houses versus like rides and things like that. And so it's in Tucson. It's called Nightfall. And it's kind of this immersive experience where you go into this town, weird things are happening. I really like what they did with it. It's so much fun. You can talk to the townspeople and see what's going on, uh, but they have haunted houses. And I could tell Cristiano was nervous. He is my brave guy until like it comes down to the moment. And I can tell he really feels the, the fear. And he's... Like, we've dealt with this for, you know, lots of things where, uh, for example, we were at Six Flags and the roller coasters. He just couldn't get the bravery to get on the ride. And, you know, when I was looking at that part of it, I, as a mom, I'm like, okay, baby, no, I'm going to protect you. You don't have to do anything you're afraid of doing and you don't, you won't have to do anything. I'm going to, I'm here. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to keep you safe. But then, you know, talking with David about it is we know that these things aren't, you know, scary, quote unquote. Yes, they're, they have this thrill, but it's not something that these irrational fears that he was having, you know, can take over because he would do some of those things and have such a great time, but then he'd get to the next one and he'd be scared again. And I realized he was having those fears that I was having, those not wanting to feel fear, those scared, what's going to happen to me things, those not feeling trust to your situation. And I, you know, I understood him, but I also knew that if he were to go into this haunted house and he were to experience it, he's going to have fun because I know that it's a safe place all it is is fear. And you know, you're going to get scared. These things can't hurt you. It's all pretend they're all actors and it's going to be okay. And, you know, watching him go to that first one and talking to him, there's so many times he's wanted to turn around. He's like, mom, I can't do this. And I was like, I, I took this as a moment to teach him and saying, son, fear and excitement are the same. You just have to look at it that way. Look at it as exciting. Look at it as something that you can get through and be brave through it. And talking him through how to get through the haunted house and how to be brave because he is brave. He can get through these things. I've seen him do it before. And so it was me and my sister, Selena, just trying to convince him like he's going to be okay. Um, And of course, David's there, you know, Mr. Brave Guy. I'm like, come on, you can do it, Doodle. It's going to be cool. And Doodle's what I call Cristiano. His nickname is Doodle. Um, And so we're getting to the very end. And I said, Cristiano, if you need to put on your your AirPods, 
put on your AirPods, put on some music and just hold on. You know, be, you're between me and your Thea and you're going to be okay. And he's like, okay. And we're going through and we take a first couple steps and it's this little cave thing as you're walking and he looks at me and he says, mom, can I cuss? And in that moment, I knew that if that was something he needed to feel in order to let out this those feelings of fear, then I'm going to let him because I know that I, in that moment, would probably need those things too. And we started going through and you, I could feel him because his little hands were on my back and he's like, uh, you know, I could feel him being scared and jumpy. And as we we're going through and things were popping out and, ju- you know, jumping and David, of course, commentating the whole entire walk through this haunted house, talking to these, you know, characters and things like that because mind you me and my sister who love mysteries and want to solve everything are like who's in here what are we trying to do we need to figure out who these people are are they the missing people and so you know we were more focused on that but of course things were popping out and my son was like oh crap oh shoot oh you know and you know put some cuss words in there but then he was laughing and giggling and had a was having a good time and we get out and he's like that's it I made it. I survived. And I was like, yes. He goes, wow, I didn't, that was, that was fun. And I was like, yes, I, I told you this. Like I would never put you through something that is going to scare you. Or I mean, not scare you, but I would never put you into something that I didn't think you can handle because I know like Cristiano and all my kids, there's so many things that they can get through and handle that of course, fear of whatever fears they have, stop them at first. And how do I know this? Because I went through the same thing. I let so many fears in my life stop me from chasing my dreams. When I was younger, I was an athlete. But the fear of failure, of not being the best, stopped me from thinking that I could pursue it into my future then with school the fear of failure I was in a high school that was challenging and had AP classes but I wasn't doing the best I could do so to me it's like I didn't belong there it's all these fears that you put in your head that lead to self-doubt that stop you on your way to your dreams. So, one of my key things I say is be courageous. Because when you're brave and courageous, you look at things a different way. It's taking that fear and changing it into excitement. So that way, you can look at the situation and get excited for the challenge that you're going to face. Or, analyze that fear. Is it truly something that you should listen to in your gut not to follow? Or is it irrational fears that have come back to you from experiences or childhood trauma like me, or things that maybe you experienced in the past? But really analyze your fear. And if you look at it, And some of those things are irrational and you just don't believe in yourself, then take a step back and tell yourself it's okay 
and you can do it. Because sometimes what we want the most is right on the other side of fear. And a lot of us are stopped at that moment. We don't see what's right on the other side. Your biggest hopes, dreams, goals, they're right there. And you can make it happen. You just have to reanalyze what is scaring you about the situation. Are you in a safe place, but putting all these irrational fears in your head that are going to stop you? You can do it. Those goals, those dreams that are in front of you, yeah, they're scary. And that's a good thing because they're bigger. They're out of your comfort zone. They're not what you're used to. And that means that it's going to change you. It's going to change you for the better, whether you succeed or fail. It's not failure. It's a lesson, a lesson to be learned to keep growing. So regardless, you have nothing to lose. Follow your dreams and don't let fear stop you because there is so much potential in you that that fear will feed all your worst thoughts. The inner saboteur that's telling you, you can't do it. Everybody's going to judge you or you're going to look stupid or it's just all these things that that fear puts into your head. But you have to stop. Be courageous for yourself. Tell yourself you can do it. I saw a post on Instagram the other day that fits so perfectly with this podcast and it says, fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. What will be your choice when you're faced with fear? You're not alone in this. We all face it. And as you can see from my story, fear is something I am faced with daily. But it's time to rise. It's time to put those fears aside and chase your dreams and make them reality. So if you're having trouble facing your fears, taking those next steps, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can go to my website, dreamguidecoaching.com and sign up to be my client. We can do an initial call and talk and see where you're at and what you want your goals to be and see how we can stop fear from stopping you. I am so happy you chose to spend your time with me today and my podcast, and I hope it brought you some kind of motivation to push through your fears. Don't forget, be courageous, be kind, be you, and don't forget to smile. This is Christine Edmosillo with A Dreamer's Guide to Life.